Hmm. Where do I begin? I went to the eye doctors because I'm blind. And when I was there, I parked in a nice little parking lot and went up to my lovable eye doctor. He'll probably be featured in a future episode. We'll talk about that later. But anyhow, and I did my appointment and things were peachy. And the funny part is when I went to park, although it was pretty empty, it was a Friday and uh, it was actually the Friday of, of Labor Day weekend. But when I went to park, I pulled in. And I've, you know, I've uh, an SUV, so it's, it's it's a bigger car. And I was making sure that I was in the lines. And I thought to myself, oh, I better readjust because the car on the right of me, although everybody was in the lines and everything was good, it was a little close. And I didn't want that person to not be able to get into their car. So I readjusted my car and I went in and I had my appointment. When I walked out half an hour later, I went to get into my car. The car on the right was gone and many cars had left, but there was one car, a white Kia that was parked in the left spot, which was not the car when I went in. And it had a lot of extremely disturbing bumper stickers on it, but we'll get back to that. It was parked so far over the line and into my spot that you probably would have needed a tweezer to get into the vehicle. And I certainly was not going to make it into there, but it was skin of a grape close. That's how tiny a space it was. There was no way that any mortal human was going to open a door and get into the car. So it's hot and it's sunny and I could have left because my appointment wasn't that long and I was anxious to get home and start my Labor Day weekend. And I thought, okay, put your patient pants on. So I leaned on the back of my car and I waited and I waited and I waited and five minutes turned into 10 and I'm now baking in the sun. And although, yes, I could probably get in the passenger side, it is a uh, SUV. So I am really not Spider-Man to be able to crawl over it and really didn't want to do that. Plus I had a ton of stuff in my car. So I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then I thought, okay, definition of insanity, do the same thing and expect a different reaction. So let me start looking at the nearby shops. I knew no one else was in the eye doctor because I had just come out and I was like one of the last patients. So I walked to four of the stores nearby Poked my head in. Hey, does anybody have a white Kia? It's parked too close. Nope, 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 nope. Went to the other side of the parking lot. Popped my head into four or five stores. Anybody have a white Kia? Nope, 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 nope. So I go back to, there was a bench 10 feet from the parking space in the shade. So I sat down and I looked at my text messages. I started playing on my phone. And I thought, I don't even know who this person is or where they are. There were two restaurants in the same parking lot. Neither was open yet, so they couldn't have been there. And the only place I didn't check was the eye doctor. So I thought, well, you weren't thorough. Go back. So I go back to the eye doctor and I ask, and there's only one person, and that person did not have that car, and I saw that person when I left. And then the staff said, well, there are other doctors on different floors. I don't know who's open, but there's probably 15 offices in this building. So I thought, well, I'm not going to tool around the 15 different offices. You know, this is ridiculous. What's this person doing? How long could they be? So I went back outside. Now we're probably an hour into not being able to get in my car and waiting. 
So I'm fuming at this point, and I thought, how ignorant does somebody have to be to not know that they're parked completely ridiculously and too close to another vehicle? You're not even in the lines. You're not legal. You're not in the lines. And what were you doing that you rolled in and didn't even bother? So I'm grumpy pants. And out of nowhere, one of the stores um, opens up. One of the doors of the stores opens up. It was a nail salon, actually. And the owner, I presume it was the owner, who's the guy that talked to me when I first went in, he came out. And he was a very small, thin man. And he said, if you want, I could see if I can crawl through on the other side. I feel bad you're still here. That person's a jerk. If you give me your keys, I can try and get in. And if I can, I'll try and back it out for you. And I said, oh, thank you so much. Because I didn't want to ask him. He's running his business. And I didn't want to bother any of the store owners or clients. So he said, okay, I'll try. So he opened the door on the other side. And he got in. And he navigated all the stuff that I had there. Like total ninja navigation. <laughs> got into the driver's seat. It took him a few minutes. But he got in there. And then I heard the rumble of my engine. And I was very excited. And... uh he took his time and he backed out and he literally backed the car to where I was and uh, put it in park. And he's like, I'm sorry that happened. If I see who goes in there, I will say something to them because that's illegal and that's not right. And you know, that could have caused way more problems than just waiting. And I said, thanks. I appreciate it. You know, thanked him immensely. And my goal is to go put a little blurb in our local paper about this guy and his business because not everyone would think to do that. So it's kind of a yin-yang story because it's a jerky thing to do. And I guess I feel like anymore people just do stuff and they don't care. I'm seeing more and more of it and I hate it. And everybody blames like, oh, the pandemic and blah, blah. I'm sick of hearing about that as an excuse. Like it's been years. Stop being a jerk. There's no need for it. If you're going to do something horrible you know, don't do it. You know, don't be sorry. Just don't do it. Don't do the horrible thing. And if it's something simple, horrible, like really, you couldn't, I don't know, be legal and park in the lines. It affects other people. It was horrible. It was terrible. Other people got involved. I had to go bother everybody's business. Obviously, I was held up. This man came out. He was held up. You know, I took away a couple of minutes of time from other people and receptionists answering phones and other questions. You know, was it minuscule in the end? Maybe, but times that by eight businesses and, and phone calls and receptionists and people, all because of one person's ignorance. And it really twisted me because I thought this was such a simple task and you just couldn't do it. You just didn't even care. And, I, you know, I don't even know, to be honest, what some of the symbols and things were. I'm pretty savvy to pop culture. I could not tell you what some of the creepy stickers on the back of their car was. And like, I, you know, hey, I, to each his own, but I know music. It wasn't a band. I know a lot of different art and stuff. It was, it was weird. It was creepy, weird. I didn't like the look of it. And it was a very dark, nasty message. And it was, um, borderline like self-deprecating and, and kind of like hurting people kind of, uh, genre. I, I can, and I don't even know what it was, to be honest. I couldn't speak to it. I couldn't give a name to it. And I really hope that none of you know what it is either, because it, it, it actually bothered me. Like the graphics were, were hideous and, and ugly. And, you know, I've seen a lot of things. So just even the, if your bumper stickers are that bad, <laughs> who are you driving it? You know, so your, your friends and your, and, and what you do and, and everything you hang around with and, and how you present yourself and what you wear and everything says a lot about you. And, 
Um, I'm not saying don't be an individual, but I just thought that they were disturbing. And then I thought, yeah, and you didn't care what you were doing. Now, on the flip side, the real big win was that guy. I didn't know this man from a hole in the wall. And it also gave me this positive, warm fuzzy that they're still good in the world because he came out of his own volition, offered and recognized that it was a bad thing. And he tried to make the bad thing better. And he was successful, which is great. And just people don't do that enough. Now, having said that everybody's been more in a downward spiral, I have to say also since the icky of the pandemic, I have seen more and more people trying really hard to get back to do well to encourage other people, whether it's, you know, charities or being helpful or donating time or just being better people and going above and beyond in customer service. It's not there yet and not everybody's working or wants to, but the people who are doing their job and who are showing up and are consistent are really going above and beyond. And I have made it my mission to write letters to, you know, places of work, to uh, schools, to the uh, local restaurant, to the paper, whatever to say, this person gave great customer service. This person was fantastic. This person did so much extra and whatever they can do. I mean, maybe it's just a pat on the back and maybe that'll make them feel good for five minutes. I hope they all get massive bonuses and win the lottery. But, you know, um, since I can't control that, they can at least get a good job from their boss and know that they're going above and beyond and that most people are not and that they are rounding out the massive massive curve of negative that happened for so long. So my advice, don't be a jerk. Be the, like the guy who came out and helped and didn't have to. It, you know, yes, it, it took away from his time, but truthfully, it was about three minutes. It totally made my day and helped me. It wasn't just a warm fuzzy. He literally got me out of a situation because I would have been sitting there to who knows when. And, you know, it, it cost him nothing but the three minutes. So sometimes it's, it's 30 seconds. It's dropping a comment. It's making a, a positive compliment. It's saying hello to somebody, making a phone call to a friend you haven't seen in a while. Um, you know, go out to dinner with someone you haven't talked to, go visit someone, um, you know, that you can't get out very much or go, you know, spend some time with a, uh, uh, an older person and, in, in, in that might be in like a nursing home or visit somebody who's sick or, you know, take a, uh, a drive to, you know, grandma's house or whatever it is, or, um, just be nice to somebody at work, make an effort, not an excuse. You know, that's where I'm at. So, um, hopefully you get a little takeaway from this and God bless that guy that was nice enough to come help me out. I'll never know who he was, but I know where he's at and I definitely want to make a point of having other people, um, you know, patronize his business and hopefully that'll help him a little bit and, uh, I'll make him a local hero if I can. If you liked what you heard today, check out eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or listen to us on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tenaglia. Thanks for listening.